0: Why does the DA feel, though, that the president, Cyril Ramaphosa, has this grey South Africa on the global stage with this peace mission? And why do you feel this was a PR stunt?
1: Well, you, you know, Elvis, we must first start off with being neutral as a country. We said that we're standing neutral as a country. But then we started off by first having this military exercises with Russia Um, which we still believe was the wrong thing to do at this stage. The second part was we have been accused of giving weapons to Russia. We all know of the Russian ship that came to our own um, Simonstown and collect weapons. We, we at this stage, don't have clarity on that. Government is still hush-hush on that. They don't want to talk about that. Then um I just want to say that we do understand that there was application to for um General Roda to take and Wally Roda to take his um services with him to protect the president, but we also do understand that they didn't have the correct documentation, it was only copies that they had with them. And um yes, um, because there was a big hoo ha about not being able to enter Poland, for instance, um, and we know, we, as you know yourself, I have never seen anyone going with a copy of his visa being allowed to enter the country. Um, but we do believe that President Trump, at this stage is vulnerable. Um, he's not been doing what he should have done. Um, he don't know what to do with Putin, with um, the BRICS countries that's going to come together. Um, you know, we do know that the ANC is close to Russia. And we we believe that um, trying to keep his head above water with a whole AGOA contract, not losing that, he's splashing around in the water, not knowing what to do. So we believe that Ramaphosa is only doing this. Uh As a PR stand
0: Well, government would say that the military exercises; these are things planned long time in advance, and of course there is the relationship between South Africa and Russia. But why are you then concerned about the cost of the president's trip? Uh, uh, because it was to broker peace between the two countries.
1: Well, well you know, you must look at it um, at this stage. If we are talking about the cost of this, we need mm-hmm. understand what is coming to the cost of this. Um, that's fair. At this moment, <clears throat> we will. We will also. We will be asking this question. Um, we need to understand that the president, at this stage, when when there's an offensive going from the side of um, Ukraine towards Russia, to get them out of their country. Um, you know, then for all of a sudden, our president going to try and stop everything. We we all try to have peace between these countries. We've asked this from a long time ago. The problem that we do have is why exactly at this stage does Ramaphosa go? Why didn't Ramaphosa go a long time ago um, when, when all the other world leaders went to ask for peace? Ramaphosa all of a sudden now jumps on an airplane before this whole um, Agora deal might blow up in Agora deal might blow up in our face, he goes all of a sudden to try and um, create peace. We we do know that this is not why he went. Um, he went after that to go and speak to Mr. Putin. Coming back here to South Africa, we we want to know what is what is this? We we believe that this ego trip of him is. Uh, It's a spectacular. It's backfired on him. Uh. Um, And um, we also can look at Ramaphosa. um, You know, to us, it's just at at this stage, it is a total um, media stunt that he's been doing. And and at the cost of the taxpayer of South Africa.
0: Now, if this peace mission by President Sotomayor Poza and other African leaders was a public relations stunt, then what was the DA leader, John Stearnaysen, six-day mission to the war-torn Ukraine at that point in time? And how was that trip funded?
1: Well, as we all know, at that stage, it was did not come to the taxpayers' Cost at that so, so, John went there to see what was going on. He went there to get information on the whole situation, uh-huh. to see what we should do, trying to stay neutral. At that stage, we did not 100% know what was going on. That was a fact-finding mission from John Stearnoven as well. Um, as I say about the funding, that was by private funding. It was not by the taxpayers' um, pocket to go there. And um, John went to see what happened. As you know, that was right in the beginning of this so-called, I don't even want to say, um, Ukraine was being attacked by Russia. And John had to go and find out and see for himself. This is what we say as the DA. We go and see ourselves. You don't go a year after um, hundreds and thousands of people have been killed um, and then you go and try to find out what's going on for peacekeeping mission. This is this is what we don't understand. Ramaphosa's going all of a sudden, and and it is obviously just a PR stunt. I mean, you don't go there and and then all of a sudden want to go and make peace. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 just don't get that. So, yes. Ramaphosa, as I say, has definitely went there. Um, on a PR stand that is costing this government of us millions. Mm -hmm.
0: In conclusion, the African leaders presented a 10-point proposal to the Russian president for peace negotiations. Do you think that this peace plan will find uh, tangible solutions to it? And if not, uh, what plans are the DA proposing to find a resolution to the conflict?
1: Well, it is obvious. It's clear. President Zelensky made it quite clear you know, each country um, has its own piece of land. And, and I mean, they don't want the Russians in their land. And it is quite clear. There, there's only one solution. And the solution is quite clear, which President Zelensky said Russia must leave their territory. There, there is no other solution as we get it at this stage. And um, we are saying that as any other country has the mandate to say, we want to rule ourselves, we don't want anyone in our country. Um, this is the exact same that President Zelensky said and um, we we um, do agree that um, at this stage Russia should leave the land of Ukraine and if that happens there will be peace. But but you but this this is the bottom line.
0: Thank you so much for your time. Volum Faber, the DA member of the Portfolio Committee on International Relations and Corporations. For more on this story, we're joined on the line by Dr. Emmanuel Motombo, a research director at the Centre for African China Studies at the University of Johannesburg. A very good morning to you, Doctor, and Welcome.
2: Good morning, Elvis. Good morning to your listeners. And thank you very much for inviting me.
0: Now, we've been talking about the African leaders that presented that 10-point proposal to the Russian President Putin for peace negotiations. To what extent do you think can this 10-point proposal negotiate peace between Russia and Ukraine? And what, in your view, would be the very first step to achieve that amicable agreement?
2: I think, first of all, we have to look at the configuration of the uh, countries that were represented in Russia and Ukraine and how they voted um, on the crucial UN resolutions of 2022. So, obviously, South Africa was going to be better received because it abstained. Of all those countries that went there, South Africa, that were represented, South Africa and Uganda abstained on those votes from uh, condemning Russia. Zambia, DRC Senegal, all those countries condemned those particular resolutions. So they were bound to be better received by Ukraine rather than uh, rather than Russia. I think the first step to be done here, Stephen, before uh, we can be more ambitious as to um, how the conflict could be resolved, by the way, is to... Understand, understand what has been happening from Ukraine's perspective. For, for Ukraine, I think to be expected to enter into these negotiations whilst Russia and next to the Donbass region in, uh, after those uh, resolutions of last year that were condemned in October, I think it would be kind of uh, impossible on the part of Ukraine. It's like you are trying to uh, force Ukraine into the negotiating table whilst you are twisting its arm behind its back. So I think that is why, that is what President Volodymyr Zelensky was trying to tell President and his, um, his counterpart, even before they had the meeting with, uh, with President Putin. So how unequivocal was that demand to say Russia should um, stick to uh, territorial integrity, which, mm-hmm. which, which was, I, I think, a euphemism for Russian withdrawal from the, from the annexed uh, regions of Ukraine. I think that could be the first most formidable step before any ambitions of how the conflict could be finally resolved.
0: Now, earlier this year, China presented its own peace proposal, but Ukraine and its allies largely dismissed the plan. This mission to Ukraine and Russia is the first of its kind by African leaders. Why do you think that Africa has joined this peacemakers uh, initiative on the Russia-Ukraine conflict after China? And why do we rarely uh, see any uh, such initiatives and solidarity among African leaders when it comes to domestic conflicts plaguing our continent?
2: Yes, indeed. In, on the 24th of February this year, China released what it, it called the 12 point plan. I think um, that was uh, largely dismissed by Ukraine because Ukraine thought China and Russia have a very close relationship, and there have been high delegations from China going to Russia. So, um, Ukraine did not really trust. Uh, China to be an impartial broker, so to say, and that is why that was partly dismissed. Coming to the second part of your question as to why the African mission went to to Ukraine, I think, first of all, um, it it should just be dismissed as an embarrassing charade, even though we cannot see how it would succeed where other players, such as China, China have failed. I think let's just look at it from South Africa's perspective. We know that President Putin has been slapped with this uh, international criminal court um, warrant of arrest, and is billed to come to South Africa in August. And one of the things that President Mopola, uh, I think, wanted to press was the fact that uh, the arrest warrant must be withheld. Some time. So, I think that gives South Africa some diplomatic cover. So, it was quite uh, a smart maneuver from President Ramaphosa because, if, for example, that warrant is still hanging over Putin's head, if Putin were to decide to come to South Africa, South Africa would, could actually abstain abscond on its uh, on its obligations. As you said, by saying we had that mission and one of the things that we wanted to press so was that whilst we want Russia and Ukraine to negotiate, uh, we wanted this uh, warrant to be to be withheld so that could actually give South Africa some diplomatic cover if President Putin were to come. I think he is uh, going to come because in March South Africa issued uh, formal invitation to Putin. Uh, coming to the second, to the third. Part of your questions as to why the African continent has not been equally proactive on um, on African conflicts. I think that has happened uh, well, at the African. On the Afri- if you look at the African continent and conflicts on the continent, we have to look at the eight regional bodies that constitute the African, un- the African Union. And of those regional bodies, we have seen that the economic uh, community of west african states ECOWAS has been the most active in solving regional uh regional conflicts. unfortunately that hasn't been the case with other regional economic bodies. and what makes this mission the latest mission to ukraine and russia even more um more eye-raising so to say is the fact that well there has been a conflict sudan and there has been a, a raging conflict for, for for a long time in the eastern mm. and we haven't seen such publicity on the part of a uh, concerted uh, effort on the part of the African continent. I think that is why this whole thing here becomes uh, more irising. But otherwise, there have been regional initiatives been, that have been taken by African regional economic Community.
0: Doctor, if Africa were to broker peace between Russia and Ukraine, what would it entail for the African continent if that peace, peace initiative proposed by the seven African leaders is successful?
2: Well, it would be a very big diplomatic victory on the on the on the African continent and obviously it um it it one one thing that we have to say though is that um obviously i i don't think uh, that other countries uh, would, would, would want to give Africa the, um, the 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 credit that we would deserve, but I don't see, uh, by the way, how this mission here would we uh, would succeed. Because even before the meeting with with Russia, Volodymyr Zelensky has already said that the meeting is somewhat the, the mission on the African continent by the African uh, mission is somewhat doomed as as Russia is still annexing the Donbas region of Ukraine. So that is why I am not very confident that the mission would succeed. But if it were to succeed, maybe it would enhance South Africa's, uh, uh, sorry, Af- Africa's uh, estimation in the, in, in the eyes of the world. But I don't see the mission succeeding.